Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Welcome to Accelerate, the official podcast of the Ignite Prophetic Network. I hope this audio equips and inspires you to move deeper into the prophetic with greater accuracy and greater passion. I'm Jennifer LeClaire here, Senior Leader at the Awakening House of Prayer, founder of the Ignite Prophetic Network. I'm coming to you today to answer probably the number one most frequently asked question that I'm asked. I travel all over the world, write books, articles, do television shows, and anytime I mention anything on the prophetic, it never, never, never fails that someone wants to know the answer to this question. The question is, how do I know if I'm a prophet? How do you know? How do you know? Like for real, how would you know? Now, this is an important question, and I'm glad that people ask it. Uh, even though I think many times when people ask it, uh, they're, they're hoping they might be a prophet, you know, and we have to start right there because the Bible says to covet prophecy, that to, to desire that we might prophesy, in other words, to, uh, to, to covet this gift of prophecy, to, 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 to be zealous about prophesying, not to covet the office of a prophet. We must distinguish between these two things because this is why and where we're seeing a lot of confusion in the prophetic ministry. There are, I am convinced by my, by my, by witness, by witness to the spirit of God and the grief that he carries, that there are many, many, many people who number one are not called to be prophets, but who are walking in that office or attempting to walk in that office. And they're receiving so much warfare, so much backlash. They're making their lives miserable and they're prophesying, uh, wrongly. They're prophesying in error. They're prophesying not just in part, uh, but with a, uh, without an unction, without an anointing, without a grace, without a word, because someone somewhere along the line told them or they told themselves that they're a prophet. And so they're trying to walk in an office that doesn't belong to them. And so it's an illegal entry. Now, the second group are those who uh, are really prophets, but don't know it. If you're not a prophet, if you're a prophet and you don't know you're a prophet, that can also be a dangerous situation because the enemy many times sees the markers on our lives, the spiritual markers of our destiny. Why? Because he's watched 
prophets for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, he understands that the, the scent or the flavor of a prophetic person. He, he recognizes and distinguishes these earmarks. So it's a very, very important question because if you're not a prophet, you don't want to try to walk into this office because you're stepping into a mantle that doesn't belong to you, that can never belong to you. If God has not called you there, it's not for you to walk in and it's dangerous to you and other people. But again, if you are a prophet and you don't know it, then the kingdom of God is suffering because your joint is not supplying. The kingdom of God is suffering because you are not on your post. You're hidden away in a cave. You're still being attacked by Jezebel. You're still being buffeted by the enemy. And yet you're not even walking in what God calls you to do. And so you will not fulfill your destiny. So this is a very, very important question. And I want to give you uh, some semblance of revelation, understanding, and insight on this answer. I, I can't tell you personally because there will be hundreds of thousands who watch this. I can't call you out by name, tell you if you are or if you aren't. But I can give you some wisdom, some scriptural insights that help you. And that is what I want to do today. Amen. And stick around because I want to pray for you at the end as well. I really, really want you to understand what you're called to do. If you're not called to be a prophet, I guarantee you, you're called to be something else. You're called to do something else. You might not even be a fivefold minister. There's this misconception going around the body of Christ that everybody's a fivefold minister, and that's not true. The Bible says in Ephesians 4, and this is uh, Ephesians 4, 11 and 12, and you can read on down the line. And this is where I want to start. The Bible says that Jesus, when he ascended, before he ascended, when he ascended, he gave gifts to men, okay, and women. He gave gifts to mankind. He gave gifts to the church, okay? So the fivefold, they are gifts to the church. He puts a gift in us, but he makes us a gift. First apostles, secondarily prophets, okay? God gave some apostles, some prophets, some teachers, some pastors, some evangelists for the for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, to the edifying of the body of Christ until we all come to the unity of the faith. This is so that we would not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. So when you find a believer that's not fully equipped, they're not fully equipped. And they're, they're easily led astray by false ones. Okay, so Jesus gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Okay, so Jesus gives these gifts. We cannot be self-made, self-ordained, self-proclaimed prophets. That's what Jezebel was. Revelation 2 and 20, Jesus said, I have this against you that you tolerate that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess. Now, I'm not saying that everyone who calls himself a prophet or a prophetess without an unction or without a leading of the Lord is a Jezebel. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that it could be a dangerous thing because if you say you're a prophet and you're not, I believe you are a bigger target for Jezebel than if you are a prophet and you walk in your office. Why? Because Jezebel works with those who are hurt, wounded, insecure, ambitious, power hungry. And so it's just a mess when we begin uh, to tap into an office and not ours. Jesus gave these gifts to men. First apostles, second prophets, third teachers, next administrations and working of miracles. We see there's an order in the kingdom. So how do you know if you're a prophet? First of all, I believe you will have a knowing in your heart. I believe that you will have uh, an understanding that you are somehow different. When I first got saved, I began hearing the Lord immediately. The Lord told me, and I got saved in a jail. I was vindicated. I, I was not guilty, but 
the, they, they told me I was going to go away for five years to prison. Now the Lord himself showed me I would be out in 40 days. Now the Lord prophesied that to me. I began to re-prophesy it. And from there, the Lord would give me volumes of words as a young believer. As a matter of fact, I got so many prophetic words when I first uh, got saved that my uh, some people in my church, the elders, the leaders wondered, is this real? Could this be real? This is, this is so much. She's getting such a flood of words, but they judged them and they found them to be accurate. And, and still they didn't tell me or they didn't confirm to me that I had a call to the office of the prophet. I didn't know it. They were guarding me from what we call spiritual pride. And so I just kept walking along, doing what God told me to do, prophesying. But one day I realized that not everybody else uh, heard in the same way. Everybody, now, now hear me, everybody hears from God. All right, everybody hears from God. The Bible says, Jesus said, my sheep know my voice and the voice of another, they will not follow. And so we understand that everybody can hear from God, but not everybody was hearing like I was hearing. I was getting very directive words. I was getting very strong warning words. I was getting predictive words. So I was moving at a higher level than just the personal intimate, intimate relationship with God, sort of hearing, hearing for myself, maybe hearing a simple gift of prophecy kind of word, edification, exhortation, cover. I was moving beyond that. And yet I still didn't realize that until one day I had enough experience in Christendom that I realized, okay, people weren't moving this way and the Lord began me took me on a journey where I began to look for books look for information because I, I was almost fearful to tell anybody you know what I thought or, or the confusion that I was walking in because I didn't understand what was happening or, or, or that there was an actual office of the prophet I didn't know that I didn't understand that I thought it was for a few very elite people a few uh, older people I, I had a misconception about what prophetic ministry was then I stumbled upon Bill Hammond's book Books. He has a trilogy, the prophetic trilogy, and I began to read those books and the books by Bishop Bill Hammond, who's my spiritual father, began to, in many ways, my spirit, he was my spiritual father remotely before he was my spiritual father relationally. I began to read those books and receive and understand. He gave me language for what it was I was walking in. He gave me understanding. He gave me stories and I began to devour other books and I knew that God had called me to be a prophet, but I didn't say anything. So one way that I knew was I discerned my own gift. I discerned that I was flowing in something that other people around me weren't flowing in or that some were flowing in, but they were prophets. And so that became confirmation to me. But what did I do? I didn't go out and get a business card, prophet to the nations, called from my mother's womb, you know, dial me up, hit me up, invite me to, you know, wherever. I didn't do that. I had enough common sense not to do that. Unfortunately, some in the prophetic ministry, they think they're a prophet. They've never been confirmed. They've never been uh, laid hands on. They have no accountability. And they run around telling everybody they're a prophet and they may or may not be. That is why you wait for the announcement. Now, callings in the Bible, we see they came with an announcement. You see that Jeremiah announced God announced Jeremiah's prophethood. God called Ezekiel. God called Isaiah. God called these ones. They had an encounter. They had a, a, a some sort of a encounter with the Lord, either a dramatic one or just him speaking to them. And so, you know, the Lord, I had that. The Lord spoke to me. He began to tell me, you know, that I was called to, to prophesy, that I was called to warn, that I was called to the nations. I said nothing. I waited for the announcement. What if there's no one to announce it? Listen, just keep waiting. Your gift will make room for you. Function, you can listen, you can listen, you can function in your gift without having a title. 
Do you, do you understand me? You don't have to wear a title to function as a prophet. And if you'll just begin to function, all those who are frustrated because people don't call you prophet or prophet is so-and-so, lay that frustration down because God will never allow you to carry a title if you're, if you'll make an idol out of your title. God will never allow you to carry a title. Uh, I mean, esteemed and, 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 and affirmed by your peers and by the elders. God will not allow you to carry a title if a title is your ambition, if a title is, it, it, it fills in you some insecurity about your calling. God won't allow it. For many years, God did not allow me to carry a title. I was walking among the prophets. I was in a company of prophets at my church, but I, they never called me. They called me minister. And I was very frustrated by that as a young prophet. Listen, the Lord told me, as long as you want that title, I'll never let anybody call you by that. I won't allow it. And it was for my own good, for my humbling and to avoid excess and pride because the Bible says knowledge puffs up. So how do you know your prophet? One way is you begin to discern that you've got something, uh, a higher level, uh, level of, of, of hearing of, of accuracy than, 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 than everyday believers who operate, you know, through the, my sheep know my voice anointing. Uh, the second way is the, the announcement comes now the, your, your pastor, your apostle, your elder, the people around you will begin to announce this. They'll begin to tell you this. They'll begin to, to come to you, whether in a prayer line or whether, uh, just personally, I went to church one night. I did not want to go to church. I had such warfare. This was, I don't know, 20 years ago. This was such warfare over them. I did not want to go to church. I got there and the announcement came. The apostle of the house prophesied that it was a voice of governing authority and God wanted to use my voice. And at that point, they begin to recognize uh, the, the, the extreme uh, 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 rapid pace at which God was rising me up. And I began to study that out. And the Lord took me to three accounts in three gospels of John the Baptist as the voice crying in the wilderness. And so God affirmed me and showed me, you know, double confirmation, actually triple confirmation that I was walking in this John the Baptist style uh, prophetic anointing. And that is when uh, the church began to embrace me, uh, began to receive the words I would uh, hear from the Lord at a higher level. The, 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 the announcement came. So there will be an announcement or an affirmation or a confirmation, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. Now, if you don't have that yet, it doesn't mean you're not a prophet. But what I'm saying is you should wait for that announcement before you begin to embrace a title or before you begin to do certain things in prophetic. You want a proper cover. You want your covering, your accountability to agree with you that that is your gift. Now, you're in, you're in a church where they're never going to agree with you. You're in a church that doesn't believe in prophets and you know you're a prophet. Then you need to move to another church. You need to join like the Ignite Network. You know, let me cover you. Let me help you. Let me pour into your life through the Ignite Prophetic Network. If you're in a church that just doesn't believe in prophets, you'll never have the announcement. But the announcement is important. Listen, the birth of Christ was announced, amen, long before he was born, but it was also announced to, to, to Mary and, and to Joseph. The birth of John the Baptist was announced. So the announcement is really important. It does something in the spirit when an announcement comes. Now, if you, if you again, if, if you've not been announced, if you've not been affirmed, if you've not been confirmed, you need to get around the kind of leaders that will want to embrace that you have this gift, that they won't be jealous, won't be competitive. There are some apostles and prophets that want to keep you down because they want to be the greater gift. Understand that Jesus said that a student is not greater than his master and the one who was sent is not greater than the one who sent him uh, in the book of John. And so you must always honor, you know, but if, if, if you are 
under an, an apostolic abusive structure that wants to keep profits down below the surface, or you're in a a, a, a denominational church who, who who believes that there are no more profits, you're going to have to get out so you can get around people who can bring the announcement. Now, also, here's the third thing: if you're a prophet. You are going to prophesy with some consistency or you're going to discern. You're going to move in the gifts that say something and the gifts that know something. Discerning of spirits. Now, seers is a different kind of prophet. I've got the seer school. I've got the company of the seers. It's a different kind of prophet. Seers oftentimes move really heavily in the gift of discernment. And so you're, I, I know prophets that have very little discernment. I know prophets that have great discernment. But the seer gift, many times, it's not just about seeing, but the, the entryway to that gift many times is the discerning and the discerning can open up the gateway to the seeing. So, you know, there's no two prophets are alike. No two seers are alike. So I hesitate to put lay down sort of laws here, but I'm giving you guidelines and uh, from my experience, uh, suggestions as to clues you might look for that the prophets, uh, the fingerprint of the prophet or the stamp of the prophet uh, is on your life. Again, you don't want to embrace this call if it's not because you will bring such warfare on yourself that you'll wish that you'd never mentioned the word prophet. Uh, the prophets bring warfare. Now, if you're a prophet, my third point is you will prophesy with some manner of consistency. Uh, you won't prophesy now and again, but you will know things. You will feel things. You will discern things. You will sense things. You will move uh, in the word of knowledge or the word of wisdom. You will move in the gift of prophecy and beyond. You will have uh, not just edification, exhortation, and comfort words, but words of warning. That was my first entry into the prophetic. Words of warning, 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 words of Oh, my apostle just ran the other way because I always had the warning, but I didn't have the training or the sense to know that with the warning, you needed the strategy for prayer. And so, you know, I had to learn all these things a lot of times by the Holy Spirit, because although I had some prophetic training uh, in my first formative stages, I didn't have a lot. The training, the, the, the bulk of the training came later after I'd already read a lot of books, learned a lot of things on my own. So, you know, there is no such thing as a part-time prophet. A prophet is a vocation. It's a full-time job. Even if you're in the marketplace and you're a prophet, you're a prophet all the time. You're not a prophet sometimes. You're not a prophet just in the church. You're not a prophet just in your house. You're a prophet all the time, okay? And so just like like if you're out to eat, I like to use an example. You're out to eat and you're a doctor. And in the middle of your nice, juicy filet mignon, somebody has the audacity to have a heart attack. But you've taken a hypocritical oath. You've taken an oath. You've made a vow that you will save lives, that you will do your vocation. So you've got to put down your knife and your fork and run over there and, and, and do CPR on the one that had the heart attack. If you're a prophet, you, you, you've accepted this calling and doing so, you've made a vow. You, you, you've got to covenant with God to walk in your spiritual vocation. That means if God gives you a word, you're going to prophesy it when he tells you to prophesy it, no matter who, no matter where, no matter how. If you got to lay on your side for three years, lay on your side for 42 days. If you've got to march around the city, whatever it is that you're called to do, you, you do it. There's no part-time prophet. You must answer the call. And when I say there's no part-time prophet, the other side of it is I'm saying that you do not uh, just have a word every once in a while. You're going to have prophetic insight regularly. And, and, and you know you do have to be trained. You have to be unlocked. You have to be activated many times. Sometimes there are things in your prophetic pipeline that clog you up. And so you may be a prophet who's all clogged up because of unbelief, because of fear of man, you know, because of any number of reasons why. You, a rejection. Oh boy, that's a big one. So you may, your prophetic pipes may be clogged, and you may need deliverance, or you just may need activation. You may need training to understand the flow and the ebb. You understand? So I want to say a lot more about these things, uh, but I want to stop there because I want to pray for you.
I've given you three major points. We've been on here 20 minutes, so I want to pray for you. But I want to make a plea to you. If you believe you're a prophet, or even if you're, there are levels of prophetic ministry. There, there's the the, 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 the the realm where every believer can hear. And then there's the realm where there's the simple gift of prophecy. And then there's the realm where there's the office of the prophet. If you need prophetic training, I want to train you. The Lord has called me to raise up prophetic people in the last days. That's one of the major callings on my life. It's one of the most enjoyable thing I do is is to teach on the prophetic. I love to teach on the prophetic. You could poke me and I'll teach you something about the prophetic. So go to schoolofthespirit.tv and register for the school. It starts on just like two weeks. You want to get in on it now before the prices go up. There is a cost. And while there's a payment plan in place, once the school starts, payment plan goes bye-bye. There's several levels of education you can receive. You know, I've, I'm aligned with Bill Hammond and uh, Chuck Pierce and, and others. I walk with Cindy Jacobs and others. So I'm a safe environment. There's a lot of, uh, I call them wackadoo prophetic schools, schizophrenic prophetic out there. You don't want to get trained wrongly because then you'll operate wrongly. If you believe a lie, if you believe in error, you will prophesy from the position and the standpoint of the error that you believe and you'll hurt a lot of people. Guess what? You're not just accountable for every idle word you speak. You're accountable for every wrong word you prophesy. If you're getting it wrong, you need to repent. You need to learn how you got it wrong. You need to understand the statesmanship of the prophet, the office, the mantle that you carry and how to walk in it rightly. So it's not just about learning how to prophesy. Anybody can do that. It's about understanding how to walk in prophetic ministry at the right uh, dimension, the right level, the right spheres uh, that God has called you to. Please, please, please go to schoolofthespirit.tv and get registered now while you still can. Schoolofthespirit.tv. Amen. You can also get a 15% discount if you sign up for my Ignite Network. This is the company of prophetic people. I do provide covering for churches, alignments for ministries, but there's also a horizontal level where you can join and be among a group of prophetic people. You might be the only prophetic person in your city. You have nobody to talk about uh, uh, regarding the things you're experiencing. You can join Ignite or the company of the Sears, the company of Scribes. It's all there. When you register for Ignite, you can email the office and ask for the discount code. When you get the discount code, then you go register for the School of the Spirit, the School of the Prophetic, and you're all set. Make sense? Amen. I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you for the anointing of the Spirit of God. I thank you that you are good. Your mercies, they endure forever. God, help us to rightly divide your word of truth and rightly discern your spirit about our gifts and talents and callings and missions and mandates and mantles in the name of Jesus. God, bring clarity to those watching. Are they a prophet? Are they not? Do they need training? Do they need alignment? Lord, help them, Lord, to walk into the relationships and the, the equipping and the, 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 the spiritual truths that they need to walk in, whether you train them by your spirit or you bring others. But Lord, we know that you call, you've called prophets to train other prophets, Ephesians 4, equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. So Father, I thank you that we'll not, uh, there's somebody watching me and you're like, well, I don't need training. I, Holy Ghost will train me. He may train you for a season, but God put prophets in place to train other prophets. So don't neglect that. Samuel had the school of the prophets. He trained prophets. You need training from other people as well as the Holy Spirit. Amen. I went only so far with training from the Holy Spirit because I had no one uh, to, no company, no, no teacher uh, who could teach me until I had a teacher who could teach me. And then I went skyrocketing to the next level. 
level. And then the alignments that I entered into took me to a whole nother level. So there's a progressive revelation. It's a progressive uh, uh, unfolding of your calling. So don't be arrogant in that. So you don't need anybody with the Holy Ghost. And that is the work of Jezebel trying to isolate you to keep you from your high call. And I break that assignment off you in Jesus name. And I just release encouragement to all those prophetic people who have been in a cave, unidentified, misidentified, misunderstood and misjudged. And I say, it's time for you to rise back up, heal and whole and prophesy the word of the Lord in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Remember school of the spirit.tv ignite now.org. I'll be back with you soon. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you want more information on Ignite, including the Company of Seers, the Lighthouses, the Company of Scribes, and everything we have to offer, visit ignitenow.org. That's ignitenow.org. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible. 